everything you need for a brand new day. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. We're all a bit scared when we see a snake <laughs> slithering around to me. No, we are, even if we're, you know, it's not even near us. But when you see a picture of it, particularly the one out at Aldi Epsom, um, there's a certain amount of panic. Um, that'd be something you wouldn't recommend, but it's hard for everyday people like us, Jules, and everyone else to not panic when we see I'm a snake. I'm a scaredy cat. Mm. Absolutely. And there's good reasons for that. And basically, we're psychologically programmed to be fearful of snakes and snake-like forms. So that initial reaction is definitely understandable. Um, Some people feel a little bit more comfortable around the idea of snakes. Others are quite fearful of snakes, whether it's because they've had a bad experience with snakes or they have a phobia of snakes. So... um, yeah, the reaction of people in that in that initial sighting was definitely understandable, but um, there's a few tips and tricks that uh, I'm certainly happy to share with people. If it does ever happen again, um, I've got some advice to share with people uh, so they know what to do in future if they do see a snake. Well, there's a famous politician, Jules, um, who keeps saying it all the time to you, Tamika, she'll say it again, and that is, please explain then. <laughs> yes, explain. All right. Well, basically, I can summarize it up in uh, in less than 10 seconds, which is basically if you do see a snake, is to stand still, slowly move away from it, observe it from a safe distance. And if you require a snake catcher, just give us a call and we'll be out there as soon yeah. as we can get there. So, Tamika, I understand you were called out to that incident. Mm. Um, I, my phone and, blew up straight away. Yeah. So I actually had uh, sent center management call which was fantastic and I also had several members of public that were at Aldi at the time give me a call and uh, the advice that I gave was uh, basically just to keep an eye on it from a safe distance until I can arrive and just ensure that if there are any other members of public around just make them aware and just let them know that the snake catches on the way they did a fantastic job um, there were a few people that um, I guess the fear got a, got the best of them and um, they unfortunately began throwing things at the snake which kind of didn't really help the situation. So by the time I got there, unfortunately, the snake had um, disappeared. And um, sorry to say, guys, but the snake's probably somewhere still within the area. Hopefully it has found a more appropriate place to move on to. But, um, yeah, because of that, unfortunately, the snake became quite distressed and disoriented. And, um, yeah, I I couldn't find it in the end. But uh, if it does pop up again, my advice to people would be, look, just to keep an eye on it from a safe distance. If we're not directly interfering with the snake or attempting to harm it, the snake... Uh, the snake won't be reactive and it will basically um, just be looking for a place to hide. So if we can remain calm, the snake will remain calm and that gives me a really good chance of actually being able to find it and relocate it. Tamika, uh, that's all well and good in theory. I have to admit, I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat (laughs) along with I'm sure a lot of other people. Uh, Can you give me some sort of comfort? Because I hear, you know, that the snake might be more scared of us than we are. And is there anything that we can do in that situation if you're like me and not really in the calm bucket? Uh, breathing exercises. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, okay. so I, un- I completely understand. And look, you'd probably be surprised to know that I, I grew up in country Victoria around farming communities. I used to be quite scared of snakes. I grew up with a dad that used to kill snakes. So I've been on, I've been on both sides of the fence. So I definitely sympathize with people that um, have that initial fearful reaction. But In that moment when you're encountering a snake and you're quite fearful, it's just really important to try and calm yourself and just remove yourself from the situation because when we're in a state of distress, uh, we're more at risk of, um, say, for example, tripping over um, or or bumping into something. Um, So our, our safety is number one priority. The snake 
has no interest in us. Um, and again, if we're not directly interfering with the snake, uh, we shouldn't have an issue. A lot of bites occur when people are trying to uh, harm the snake, kill the snake or attempting to relocate the snake. And if it makes you feel any better, have a look at the statistics around snake bites and snake bite deaths because you'll be surprised to know that the statistics are actually really quite low. And unfortunately, um, more deaths occur on our roads or by drownings every summer. Um, the average death toll around snake bites is between one and three per year. At this point in time, we I believe we haven't had any snake bite fatalities uh, in people. Unfortunately, pets, however, that's a different scenario. So I do be, have yeah. some advice around safety um, regarding pets and snakes as well. Yeah, right. Hit us with us uh, with it, please, uh, Tamika. All right. Well, basically, um, it comes down to just creating a safe, secure environment for your pets. So at the beginning of snake season, I found that I was receiving a lot of calls for incidences between dogs and snakes. And that's often because the dogs are left in the backyard, sometimes unsupervised when their owners are at work, and a snake will enter the yard, and dogs are naturally quite curious. So if they're a terrier breed, they might be inclined to try and grab the snake. If they're another breed, sometimes they're just more inclined to sniff the snake out of curiosity, and that can lead to a bite. So my advice would be to have a look at the area where you keep your pets and try and secure them by way of making sure you don't have any gaps in your fence lines. Um, if you have a dog pen or a dog run, you can use materials to further snake-proof that. Um, and the other thing would be just to make sure that your yard is neat and tidy and that helps to manage a snake sighting if a snake sighting does occur. Amazing tips there. Uh, from Tamika, we should probably let you go and catch more snakes out there from Greater Bendigo. It might, it might be a big day. Yeah, and the one thing <laughs> I will say, now that we're moving into the really hot weather, snakes are actually coming closer to the homes and inside homes to mm. seek respite from the heat. So it's really important to make sure that you don't have any gaps under your doorways, that you're not keeping your doors open. And as you're stepping outside, just look down before you step outside because there might be a little snake there mm. um, trying to cool down from the heat. And just to wrap up too, if we can grab a, uh, not a number off you, you've got a website. And, and it'd have to be a trendy website, wouldn't it, Jules? It'd be like www.snakesareusoiamthecatcher.com. <laughs> Tell me yeah, you've got something really on that, Tamika. With my website name, uh, you can find my website at gbsnakecontrol.com. And the phone number is 0481 587 637. Coggo and Jules for breakfast. Triple M.